0: From world conflicts to falling financial markets, natural disasters, and more. Wish the headlines would just stop. It's not a newsflash that life can feel like a pressure cooker. From managing work to building relationships, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. And for many of us, anxiety and stress are constant companions. But you're not alone. You may not know it, but support is out there. Just waiting to meet you. And you can find it through the friendly people at Church's Care. At Church's Care, we know that finding your community can feel intimidating. That's why we do the heavy lifting for you. Churches Care helps connect people like you to churches that can support and serve you. In your new community, you'll find a group of people ready to talk, listen, and help you navigate life through its twists and turns. All you have to do is come as you are. If you're ready to find your community, visit ChurchesCare.com today. That's ChurchesCare.com, C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S-Care.com. We look forward to serving you.
1: Ah, nothing beats grilling on a Sunday afternoon. Oh man, will you look at that? John finally did it. He got a Skag, Tiger Cat 2, Zero Turn Mower. There's no mistaking that cat's eye gold color. Durable, tough as nails, tubular steel frame. Comfy, thick cushion suspension seat. Powerful engine. (coughs) Well, I hope the kids like their burgers well done. The moment you know you want a Skag. Visit Skag.com to find out why Skag mowers are simply the best. The following program may contain coarse language, violence, nudity, mature subject matter, or scenes which may not be suitable for all viewers. Viewer discretion is advised.
0: Hi, this is Rob McConnell, and I invite you to join me on Turquoise Radio for the Zone Radio Show, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. After 21 years of paranormal TV and radio, thousands of celebrity interviews, and millions of worldwide supporters, I am very excited to bring my show to Turquoise Radio, where together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal to the science of parapsychology and all topics in between. Check out the website at turquoiseradio.com for showtimes. The X-Zone Radio Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, on Turquoise Radio. And I'll see you in the X-Zone.
2: Media Papa Hotel Lima Echo November radio check
0: Papa Echo November, good afternoon, uh, read you five
2: Good afternoon, read you five as well, Papa Echo November
1: All hit radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where
0: fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. I'm
1: a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be Of all the love I have won or have lost There is one love I should never have crossed She was a girl in a million, my friend I should have known
0: And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exonradiotv.com. Now, before I get to my guest this hour, Sandy Frost, I have to tell you about some exciting news, Exxon Nation. As you know... We are now going to be on the Turquoise Radio Network in Canada, the United States, and Europe. That makes it five radio networks that the X-Zone is on, and that's not including. I don't know how many independent radio stations worldwide we're on. I I, I can't keep track. But another exciting thing is we are now broadcasting in high-definition stereo. And you can listen to the show. 7 days a week, 24 hours a day, 365 days of the year in high-definition stereo at www.exzoneradiotv.com forward slash listen Sandy Frost is my guest this hour, ExoNation, and she is a one-woman newsroom who's specializing in investigating nonprofit corruption. Her 20 years of journalism experience includes daily news, daily copy-editing, Radio news, technical writing, content writing, and magazine writing. Sandy began in writing online uh, 12 years ago and has transformed her digital journalism into a publishing company to release her third book. Listen to this great title, Vampires of Charity, Secret Societies, and Human Trafficking at Taxpayer Expense. That is what I call a title. Now, Sandy has served as the director for the Western Washington Society of Professional Journalists Pro Chapter, was named a 2001 SPJ Diversity Fellow while serving on the SPJ Diversity Committee, and has won four SPJ awards, including two for her current investigation. Now, she is a Navy vet who served as an electronics technician and is the original shareholder of Ath. I'm sorry, Sandy. How do you how do you pronounce that? Atna. 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 And that's an Alaska Native Corporation. Her website is What's the website, Sandy?
2: The Vampires of Charity.com.
0: Exo Nation. That is my guest this hour, Sandy Frost, <laughs> and Sandy will be joining me on the other side of this 2-minute commercial break as we blow the lid sky high on crooked charities, and much more. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable, Turquoise Radio, and broadcast affiliates worldwide. Sandy Frost is my special guest, talking about vampires of charity. As we continue here in the Exxon, in two minutes, don't go away
1: him, my friend. <laughs>
3: For the man, too much for the man. He couldn't make it. So he's
2: leaving the light. He's come to know.
1: He said he's going. He said he's going back.
0: Exonation. Nation, my guest this hour is Sandy Frost. Her website is www.thevampiresofcharity.com. And uh, first of all, Sandy, I want to welcome you to the Exon. It's great talking to you. And uh, I don't know if people tell, uh, say this to you, but I want to thank you on behalf of the Exonation Nation for having served to protect democracy as a member of the armed forces. So thank you, Sandy.
2: Well, thank you. And thank you for being in law enforcement yourself because, you know, in those positions... We take oaths, mm-hmm. we uphold those oaths, and so when I found what I have found, and we see people taking oaths to secret societies that violate the oaths to protect and serve, that's the whole problem of what I found, in a nutshell, to include congressmen.
0: Yeah, you know <laughs> what? So, judges, congressmen. Exactly. As well as members of the military. Yep. Because, you know, we, we've we talked on this show about... Um, secret societies before. We've talked on this show about uh, members of the military and astronauts who break their oath to... I I don't know why they do it, but they they talk about, well, the government knows this, the government knows that, and here's the proof. And if they take their oath seriously, and they break their oath, Sandy, how can we take anything they say as real?
2: Well, we can't. And I'm going to just leap forward here, mm-hmm. because once people hear what you and I are going to discuss, they're going to become enraged. And I want to turn the rage into change, because I have a, a, a petition on WhiteHouse.gov that we will discuss later. But this will ask our congresspeople to investigate not the nonprofit corruption, but the evidence gathered by federal state, local authorities, as well as the Brazilian federal police. So now, we have an action step, which I think is kind of mentally healthy for people, because as you said, this has a horrible impact on the nonprofit community. There are awesome nonprofits out there, and I, I, I'm almost apologizing to them. Well, well, that's, this, I
0: think what's happening, Sandy, is we're getting a little ahead of our time, because the listeners are saying, well, why is she apologizing to nonprofits? So let's tell them why. First of all, let me ask you, why are you here?
2: Um, I'm here to talk about my book, uh, Vampires of Charity, because it's tax month. Mm-hmm. And what what I have found is the biggest nonprofit tax fraud of our time. Uh, it is human trafficking and prostitution by secret societies at taxpayer expense. Wow. These organizations... Members of these organizations, uh, this one organization, the Royal Order of Jesters, is a secret subgroup of the Shriners. These right. guys in the red dresses and with a network of hospitals and members. Uh, within about six weeks, in '08, I wrote the first article about the Jesters. I exposed them. It was over a really boring matter of a property tax issue, but these guys built their headquarters and were trying to have the property tax be exempt because they tried to make it a museum. And the assessor came through, said it's not a museum. They appealed, and they lost the appeal. Now, this is important. But then uh, two weeks later, I published an article that suggested that jesters were going to be called as witnesses to testify about their firsthand knowledge of sex with minor prostitutes in Brazil. And about three weeks after that, the Buffalo News reported three Three jesters had been caught in a human trafficking sting by the FBI to include a state Supreme Court judge, his law clerk, and a former police captain. That's why we're here.
0: So so you found this out uh, through whistleblowers and the Buffalo News, as well as anonymous sources and digging online. So what are these implications with the gestures. The now people are probably saying, okay, it sounds like regular Washington stuff to me. It doesn't sound that bad. Okay, so they get their fingers slapped and that's it. So what is the true implication of what we're talking about?
2: The true implication is that these nonprofit groups from the Royal Order of Jesters, uh, right now in Florida, people have may have heard that the Lieutenant Governor of Florida resigned after being questioned about another nonprofit group who was operating an illegal gambling enterprise, which now includes another charity of people using kids with cancer to raise money? Mm. So we have these we have these non profit groups using kids and veterans to raise money, and then the Royal Order of Jesters writing off their costs of partying as a non profit group. Somehow the the jesters put their Exempt purpose as mirth and merriment. I have one tax return from Florida that says their exempt purpose is to have fun. So when they do not pay their taxes and they write off, say, one tax return shows six hundred thousand dollars for a weekend party, they what they don't pay in taxes as a nonprofit group, we subsidize or make up for, and that's the fraud.
0: Tell me about the top three articles in your book.
2: Well, I would have to say that a sheriff was caught by the FBI and the number one uh, article I think would be yeah. how the feds, the U.S. Attorney and Department of Justice, in the sheriff's indictment described the royal order of jesters in their own section. So this is not a rumor, this is not oh bad tax returns, this is the Fed's Department of Justice prosecuting a sheriff for taking limos of prostitutes to a national gesture meeting in Canada. And so in this section, they de- define the gestures as a group throughout the United States that hold these events called Books of the Play, and that... Uh, The prostitutes who are at the events are trafficked by a guy in nearly... There's a guy in nearly every single court who gets prostitutes for their weekend parties. And that is how the Royal Order of Jesters is defined by the Department of Justice. Wow. (laughs) That's number one. The second article is Jesters in Congress. Uh, I was contacted by CNN... Uh, They were having an event, the Writers' Cup, at a Shriner golf course, and I was contacted to talk about the Shriners. Well, I decided to find out if any jesters had contributed to uh, elections. And what I found with the Federal Election Committee is that two United States congressmen put on their – uh, disclosures that they used campaign funds for gesture membership, and one of them used it for a Juster event registration.
0: How illegal That's, is that?
2: Um, th- specifically, the Federal Election Commission says that uh, no campaign funds are supposed to be used for something personal, and so it's clearly against the law. And uh, the Federal Election Commission received a complaint and they are currently investigating. Uh, This is why this article is so important, because this congressman is currently being investigated by the Federal Election Commission, and he's Gus Bilirakis out of Florida. Uh, He's being investigated for the illegal use of campaign contributions. And then the third article is Jesters Lose Tax Decision. uh, My site, I write for newsvine.com, I've been there uh, the past seven years, and it's a subsidiary of NBC. So people can Google. It's sandyfrost.newsvine.com. And when they find jesters lose tax decision, there's a picture of a jester with his arm around two teenage girls, underage girls. This is one of the jesters who went to Brazil. And this is, again, the kind of boring stuff, but my work is so important because – when I say something, there's a document for it. There's a tax return. There's a, an indictment. There's a plea agreement. There is, and I've written apologies because my target audience is investigators. I, I take great pride that there has been a grand jury, that there are legal things and investigations going on. And I can tell from Google Analytics where the hits come from and i've been hit from everybody from the irs and cia and fbi and brazil and everywhere that law enforcement will come to my site so investigators can get an idea of of what they're dealing with and be directed to the proper document
0: let me ask you this sandy what motivates you why have you taken on this this quest you're like you're um, you're like the don quixote of the jesters
2: kinda my my husband says i'm a paladin <laughs> <laughs> Early on, when I began investigating the Brazil child sex tourism story, Mm -hmm. five girls went to the Brazilian federal police and told them that a man named Richard came to their Indian reservation, which is illegal in Brazil, promised them a job on a boat cooking and cleaning. When they got there, they were made drunk, given drugs, and forced to have sex with North American fishermen. And when I read these girls' statements, one of them said she was 13 and was left pregnant after one such trip. I'm, I'm Alaska Native, and I felt that these were like my daughters, and I vowed to write and fight for them because what happened to them, especially the 13-year-old, her and her mom were thrown out of their village because of the pregnancy. Um, Then there was a Brazilian news report where this same story was investigated about two years after I began investigating. And the girls were talking on the news story to the reporter with their Mm -hmm. eyes blacked out. And that's why I do this. Now the girls are actually suing this Richard, Richard Scherer in federal court, for violating the Trafficking Victims Protection Act. And so it's this this is just not right uh, 19 jesters were called actually as witnesses testifying a defamation suit that was actually filed by this richard share and uh, there are pictures and in fact on jester's loose tax decision that article there is a picture of a jester with these two girls there are other um, pictures in other articles and in the same case, fishing tour guides were called as witnesses. And Sandy, I hate to do yourself.
0: this, sweetie, but we've got to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. All Exclamation right. Sandy Frost is our special guest this hour. We're talking about Vampires of Charity. Her website is www.thevampiresofcharity.com. Sandy and I will be back on the other side of this news break. Don't go away. My name is Rob McConnell, and I would like to tell you about a very special lady that I have the pleasure of knowing, and that's Miss Sylvia Anthony. Sylvia Anthony believes the golden years are a time to gear up and get busy, not relax and take it easy. She has faced many hardships in her 84 years, but they have made her stronger and more determined. As founder and president of Sylvia's Haven, a shelter for women and their children near Boston, Sylvia has helped transform over 1,086 lives in the past 27 years, not only with housing, but also providing direction as to where they can go to develop the earning skills they want and need to live free from difficult domestic situations. Sylvia's Haven is everything to Sylvia Anthony, even calling it her magnificent obsession. Women who qualify for the program at Sylvia's Haven receive assistance via guidance counselors to find the appropriate job opportunity. Women and their children may remain at the housing for up to two years. At the end of this time or sooner, a woman who is successfully employed and has an apartment or home may leave Sylvia's Haven to begin a new and independent life. Now this is where you come in to help make Sylvia's dream into a reality. Sylvia's Dream is to have a Sylvia's Haven in every state to help as many women and their children as she can. And to help this dream come true, a crowdfunding site has been established which can be accessed at www.sylviasdream.org. Now that's www.sylviasdream.org. With your financial help and support, Sylvia Anthony will continue to help those in their time of need, not only in the Boston area, but with her dream of having a Sylvia's Haven in every state of the United States. Your help is needed to make Sylvia's Dream come true. Please visit and give at www.sylviasdream.org. Once again, www.sylviasdream.org. And remember, the only difference between a dream and reality is just doing it. We need your help to make Sylvia's dream come true. Visit www.sylviasdream.org. Once again, www.sylviasdream.org. For the Exxon Radio TV show and the X Chronicles newspaper, I am Rob McConnell. on MSN Messenger, Xone Radio TV at hotmail.com and our website www.xoneradiotv.com But Oz never did give nothing to the ten men
1: And the Rocky Mountains. Canada is Prince Edward Island. Canada is the country made for love. Canada is La Belle Province. Canada is the Yukon Miner. Canada is a country full of love. We have love for our neighbor of whatever creed or. We have love for our cities and our valleys and our plains. We have a voice that is calling, telling all the world we're willing to welcome them to this great land, for that's what Canada is. Canada is the Rocky Mountains.
0: And welcome back to The Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Now, if you'd like to know where Hamilton is, find Toronto on your map. Find Niagara Falls on your map. That'll bring you onto the shores of Lake Ontario. Smack dab in between is Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at on MSN Messenger. ExxonRadioTV at Hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. My guest this hour is a crusader. That's the best way I can describe her. Her name is Sandy Frost. She is uh, the author of a fascinating book that talks about the vampires of charity. Her website is www.thevampiresofcharity.com. That's www.thevampiresofcharity.com. And uh, Sandy, welcome back to the X-Zone, dear. Thank you. Now, why don't we pick up where we left off last time? Okay. Right.
2: We were discussing the third top article being mm-hmm. Jester's Lose Tax Decision because, remember, they have been described by the Fed as having a nationwide network of uh, guys, geriatric pimps, mm-hmm. who get their prostitutes for their parties And then the first article was gestures in Congress to show the the, we have they're all over in high places of influence to protect. These above all else are Master Masons, who then can join other groups like the Knights Templar. The original Knights Templar does still exist in that group. Mm -hmm. Scottish Rite, very rich group. And then, of course, the Shriners. And to be a jester, one must be invited, secretly invited from the Shriners. And no wonder they're secretly invited, because if you're going to have bad leaders like this, then you have to have bad followers. So jesters lose tax mm-hmm. decision. The third article that I think is the best is critical because it a an attorney for the state of Indiana uh, assessor, Marion County assessor successfully argued that the gestures do not qualify for a tax exemption and yet they still exist i on their last tax return they had some unusual language and i think they're being investigated by the IRS but there is no good reason there there's evidence there's plenty of evidence that this nonprofit group has no reason to exist and it's time You know, like I said, I don't care if anybody wants to go live wild and, and, you know, live like the Rat Pack in Vegas. Just don't make me, as a taxpayer, or my kids, or anybody else subsidize it. And that is is what is going on
0: here. So are we seeing just the tip of the iceberg with this nonprofit organization? Or is this an isolated case, Sandy, or... Is the entire tax system being misused by other so called nonprofits?
2: Number one, I think this is the Achilles heel for masonry. Mm-hmm. I think that we're seeing, uh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. My thrust is on nonprofit transparency, disclosure, and accountability. And so I've come at this from a very strict, disciplined point of view of the tax fraud. There is also the aspect of the secret societies, which leads us to ask, why should any of these secret societies qualify as non-profit groups? The third question that you just mentioned is, is this isolated? And no, in the news, uh, all of a sudden, a couple, about a month ago, the Lieutenant Governor resigned, boom, out of the clear blue sky. Jeez. And my phone lit up with other reporters and you know other investigators calling me going, is there a relationship between the allied veterans of the world who is using veterans to raise money for, through mm-hmm. an illegal gambling operation and the Royal Order of Jesters? Because where you have, and you know, as a previous law enforcement officer yourself, where there is gambling, there's going to be girls. Exactly. So the jesters, again, were described by the D- Department of Justice as operating a nationwide network of human trafficking and prostitution. So yes, they're yes.
0: Okay, have you ever been uh, threatened, sued, or harassed for your for the work you're doing in this?
2: Well, yes, when when I first when I I was first contacted in April uh, seven years ago by a Shriner whistleblower. But previous to that, I was investigating the nonprofit claims of a group made up of retired spies. Uh, I've written another book about remote viewing. You you know what remote viewing is. I sure
0: do, yeah.
2: Yeah, the government's psychic. Oh, you'll love that book. But anyway, so I investigated the International Remote Viewing Association's nonprofit claims and it took me 3 years, but when I first asked them for their tax returns because I wanted to help them raise money, they sent me a cease and desist letter and they didn't even know how to run a non-profit group. And that investigation was like a knife fight in a phone booth. So after three years, they finally complied with the IRS. They're a legitimate nonprofit profit group now. But I learned a whole lot about the field of remote viewing. And we'll talk about that another time. Sure. But, uh, a month later, almost to the day, I was contacted by the Shriner whistleblower, and it's like, oh, well, I learned about all this nonprofit stuff for a reason. So I began then investigating, and a couple months after I began publishing articles, the Shriners, uh, that's how this all started, sued my whistleblowers because they thought they were writing their articles for me, and they wanted to see all the emails between me and the whistleblowers. And that really made me mad. Here, this was a horrible lawsuit. Uh, Vernon Hill, the whistleblower, he suffered a stroke. They put so much pressure. The people think the sh- the Shriners are not what they appear to be. Um, and I, I have another book coming out called Shriner Shame, which is completely different from the Jester's. So, yes, that it began with the Shriners suing my whistleblowers. Uh, the guy who put out the Jester's newsletter, which things again you know underage girls just don't ask a bunch of dirty sex stuff that is sent to corporations if, if the employers uh the, the 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 public places like this judge Tills got his royal order adjuster newsletter through the court system uh there's another judge in florida uh tyree boyer who who puts down his, his county of jacksonville where he gets his just your email.
0: But wait, but let me yeah. ask let me ask you this let me ask you this in all fairness, okay? In all fairness, uh-huh. are you trying to blanket the entire Shriner organization as being a fraud? Because there there are many people out there who say the Shriners do a fantastic job.
2: You asked the question. Here we go. Um, what I have found out about the Shriners is number one, not only have they Their their leaders are members of the gestures, but there was a Shriner study at the University of Cincinnati. I found out about this from a warning letter the FDA sent to a Shriner hospital in Sacramento. This Shriner warning letter, uh, then another one was sent to the hospital in Cincinnati, and the Shriners were running a study for a burn treatment called Permoderm. That was so bad, the FDA shut it down. I've investigated this for about six years, and it appears that, I have to be real careful how I say this, there is a distinct possibility some of these Schreiner leaders use their mortgages to take out a loan so they can buy low and sell high when it comes to the burn treatment. This burn treatment, they were, the shriners the National Institute of Health, and the FDA put millions of dollars into this study. and. The FDA ordered an audit that showed how many times adverse effects were reported. Seven may have been reported. The audit may be found 1,700 adverse effects that were not reported. So what we also have now with the Shriners, I believe, is clinical research study that is fraudulent and that there's an effort to still get this product to the market. It was done through a military program. Uh, where it is um, regenerative medicine, and there is a grant that was written by a pharmaceutical company that contains only two patients, number 130 and 131, but I have evidence that these patients' data is fraudulent. All right, so so, am so, uh, so I
0: understanding you correctly when you say that some of the Shriners' mortgage of their homes take the money to... It appears not. Okay, it appears my that they... So yeah. we're talking about insider trading here, which is uh, yeah. which is a totally yeah. different crime than, you know, to right. uh, to fraud. We're talking about uh, yeah. insider trading. That yeah, that's right. right. So basically, what? So basically, yeah. so basically, so basically, what the Shriners are doing here is the exact same thing that Donald Rumsfeld did with the aspartame. What do you, what do you think should be done with the Shriners, the Justers, I'm sorry, the jesters and those involved,
2: right. allied veterans, and then the Children's Cancer Cooperative in Florida. Back to the current crimes, there are there is already, and we're talking evidence here. We're not talking I think mm-hmm. or I suspect. We're talking evidence of these crimes. So,
0: so what is happening um, with all this evidence? Uh, what's the judicial Florida, system doing?
2: The, well, uh, the The investigation of the jesters it seems to have stopped after four of them were caught in New York. I was given, I received an anonymous call from a human traffic investigator about three months ago that Mm -hmm. said everything has stopped in New York. They're done with that, and I don't know why. There was a grand jury in Florida that was looking to indict Richard Cher for human trafficking crimes. That they failed. And the only reason we know about that is because the girl sued him. So what is being done now in Florida is uh, there's a RICO investigation, racketeering, right. money laundering, RICO investigation into allied veterans and the children's cancer. Quality. So
0: what you've got here is you've got uh, you've got the IRS investigating tax fraud. You've got the FCC investigating insider trading, and now you've got law enforcement agencies investigating organized crime.
2: Yep, because of fraudulent non-profit groups. So the next step that I have taken, and people there, again, people can take turn rage into change by mm-hmm. going to thevampiresofcharity.com and clicking on, what is it, take action. And I've created a petition at uh, thewhitehouse.gov mm-hmm. It took me about a day to actually write those words, but it calls for congressional investigation of the evidence of nonprofit crime to include, and I didn't include the Shriners in that petition, because uh, that's just, that's really more criminal than any of this other stuff. I think for the Shriners to use, number one, their members, Mm -hmm. number two, their elders, and in the Native American world, You do not abuse your elders, you honor them. Right. And number three, there's military veterans, retired military in the shriners, business leaders who are good. And I've made this real clear in my work. This is not about the Shriner who gets up, puts up his clown makeup and drives and who's dedicated. And Vernon Hill found he found this bad stuff but they they do good stuff but the worst part is that these members have been abused they're being used as a front so these other leaders can abuse their positions of public trust for private gain now the there was also a document released on WikiLeaks of a shriner investigation so there's more evidence that this committee can investigate about the shriners potentate bernard lemieux ordered an internal investigation of ralph them who used to be president and Jean bracewell who was treasurer and there's the fraternal and the charitable part of the the, the fraternity they meet in their little lodges and the hospitals are the charity so this investigation will happen because these guys went and fired one of the employees i think he was the vice president of development because they wanted to rehire a fundraiser who raised $47 million, but only gave two of it to the hospitals. Wow. So when I talk about the Shriners, yes, they've worked really hard to create this illusion of all the do-gooding stuff. But there are so many, so many problems. And again, the petition calls for investigation of evidence.
0: All right, stand by, uh, Sandy. You and I have to take our final break. XO Sandy Frost is my special guest. This has been one heck of an eye-opening hour, hasn't it, ExoNation? She is the author of Vampires of Charity. And the website that we're going to point you to, ExoNation, is as follows. www.thevampiresofcharity.com Sandy and I will be back on the other side of this short break as we conclude this hour here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell. Don't go away.
1: We have love for our city. And our valleys and our plains, we have a voice that is calling, telling all the world we're willing to welcome them to this great land, for that's what Canada is. Canada is...
0: Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go bag. Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com, and author signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. That's www.wentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com. I bet you there's a couple of clowns uh, crying now with this interview, I'll bet you. Boy, the, the cat is out of the bag. The rabbit's out of the hat. The truth is out there, Exxon. Thanks to our special guest of this hour, Sandy Frost. And uh, Sandy's website is Charity dot com. First of all, Sandy, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show and for sharing this this information, which is all factual information. This isn't uh, yeah. this isn't a conspiracy theory. This isn't yeah. something that was That's made right. up. This is fact, and I want to thank you so much for yeah. bringing it to the public.
2: Well, and thank you for having this show, so I can share uh, this well documented and shocking news with everybody. But again, I want to. Uh, tell everybody about my book because, mm-hmm. you know, here in the States, it is tax time, and there is no reason for us to subsidize uh, what I feel, you know, uh, are these crimes of human trafficking, prostitution with links to child sex tourism. These gestures went to Brazil asking for girls over 13. My granddaughter turned 13 yesterday. That, you know, no, I I don't even want to go there. I, it just infuriates
0: me. I would imagine so. Tell, tell me, have you brought this information to your congressman or your, your senator?
2: I have attempted to bring this information to the Senate Finance Committee. Uh, that's about the only people I've tried to bring it to, uh, and they know. Mm-hmm. The Senate Finance Committee has files on this they were gathering information on the Shriners to start with. And so, you know, now since that happened maybe four years ago when an intern was getting a hold of me and gathering information. So it's hard to say. I have uh, not reported this mm-hmm. to agencies, um, But I've written so an investigator can go read my information, check the document, and and make some sense. Hopefully, my information now. Now, of course, I call sources. I mean, I was on the phone when this Allied veteran story broke out of Florida and the (laughs) lieutenant governor resigned. I was on the phone to the Secret Service, the FBI, some sheriff's people, other investigators, other journalists. But I've not really officially reported it.
0: Okay. uh, You know, it's funny, you mentioned uh, you contacted an an intern and automatically I thought of Monica Lewinsky and then Bill Quinn. So (laughs) listen, listen, we have to say so long for tonight, but I want to thank you ever so much again. You're going to be on with us in the future because there's much more to this story that we need to cover. Quickly, let our listeners know where they can get a copy of your book.
2: Uh, the vampires of charity dot com on the first page is a picture of the cover click on the cover you can go and buy the book at smashwords.com my publisher uh, my ebook distributor and um, then they can learn and the other the other thing they can do is go to the take action page at the vampires dot com and go sign the petition so congress can start to uh investigate the evidence of this widespread nonprofit corruption.
0: All right, Sandy, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight, and I look forward to the next time you and I meet here in the X-Zone. X-Zone Nation, I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as the X-Zone continues with yours truly, Rob McConnell, in high-definition stereo from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada.
3: At Kroger, we believe it takes the right team to bring you the freshest produce. That's why we partner with farmers who grow only the best. And that level of teamwork means better, fresher options time and time again. Working with farmers is what it takes to be fresh for everyone. Kroger, fresh for everyone. And now you'll find more ways to
0: save on your favorites. When you download digital coupons, you can use up to five times in one transaction. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
3: The first five years of a child's life are the most important for healthy development and long-term well-being. The experiences and relationships formed during this period of rapid brain development build a foundation for future learning and success. Yet, this critical development is in jeopardy for many children whose families lack access to quality early learning and care, especially those living in under-resourced communities. The impacts of this opportunity gap are measurable in as early as 9 months. Start Early is a proven nonprofit providing doula, home visiting, Head Start and Early Head Start programs and advocating for policies that put families first. They've been expanding access to quality early learning and care for over 40 years, but there is more work to be done. Learn more about Start Early and the work they do by visiting start early.org slash thrive